Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I am going to discuss one of my more popular blogs, which is men have to be really hot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that in. Just, that was not what I meant to say. Men don't have to be really hot. The opposite. Men have to think that their wives are really hot for things to work long term. But interestingly, with that slip up, there is also another post that I wrote that was. Um, popular, not as popular, that said that women need to have a margin of error in order to be attracted to their partner long term. Meaning you have to think that the guy is hot enough that when you stop being so attracted to him in a few years, you're still like not disgusted by him. So the difference, the gender difference there that I have observed in my practice is that things go a lot better when the man thinks the woman's really hot, things go way better. And in fact, research bears that out. Um, I'll link to the study that I frequently cite that shows that if men um, think that the woman is more attractive than them, both parties are happier in the relationship. And now on the other end, women don't have to think that the guy is like so hot, but they have to be attracted to him enough that when their attraction erodes, they're still not grossed out and they still do want to have sex with it. So that's the difference. So basically the situation with the woman who's a little bit, if not a lot hotter than the man, who is still not himself repugnant, is uh, the ideal situation. So, you know, if you're already thinking this is not very politically correct, you're right, it isn't. Nothing I say is, so that's just how it is. Um, What I do instead of politically correct is I draw based on both the research that I read and a lot of clinical experience. I see a lot of clients and have been doing so um, for uh, over a decade. I won't tell you how much over a decade because I don't want to date myself. Um, Anyhow, so let's get into this. So men need to think that their wife is really hot because they are putting up with a lot of extra shit that, you know, they didn't really plan on because men and women are both um, really naive when it comes to knowing how marriage is going to be long term. Nobody tells women, for example, although I hope somebody is sharing all of my podcasts and blog posts with their single friends because that would be really nice to do, but Really, until you experience it, you do not know how precipitously most women's libido drops within monogamy, right? So along with your libido dropping in monogamy, you know what else drops? Your 
concurrent desire to be really sweet and be really flirtatious and be really cute and nice and affectionate. That goes away when you don't want to have that much sex and it starts to become an effort. So a man who started to date a woman who what he thought is like really hot and she is super into him, there's the best thing in the world because they're having sex constantly. She adores him. She thinks that he's so smart and she laughs at all of his jokes. In like five years, she's still going to be hot, but she's not going to be doing all that cute stuff anymore as frequently. This is just the way the cookie crumbles. And he has to have this um, internal motivation that because when he still looks at her, he still feels so attracted to her that it helps him. She is a desirable object still, and he still wants to be nice and be sweet and do his end of the bargain even though she doesn't act as loving as she used to now is this every woman yes I mean I could say no but it's yes everybody stops acting quite so sweet and ready to please you after some years this is just how it is men do the exact same thing so Men also have to think that the woman is hot enough to be a motivator so that they stay on their A game for longer. So even when the vicissitudes of monogamy hit the man and the man loses a lot of his effort um, and motivation and drive and he starts to see her as just the same old, same old, at least she's a hot same old, same old. Now, do I mean that she has to be rail thin, look like a supermodel, have huge boobs? No. This, like, whatever this individual man finds hot and attractive is what she needs to be. Now, is she going to gain some weight over the years? I'm sure. Is she going to still look as gorgeous with no wrinkles and dewy skin like a 17-year-old? No. But she's still probably going to be the same type of person that he finds attractive so this is key I get women all the time that come in and this is real interesting I've never gotten a man who said this barely ever maybe once or twice but women come in and they're like I'm not his type I found all his ex-girlfriends like I looked them all up on the internet which everybody does this and even though it sounds crazy everybody does it and um he used to like tall blondes, and I am a short brunette. Well, listen, I mean, this is not a good sign. And frequently, the sex has dropped off. It is not good. And again, forward this to anybody you know who's dating. It's not good if you're not the person's type. That's really not a good thing. Men usually, some men don't have a type. Variety is the spice of life. But if you have a type and you're not married to your type, it's so funny now that I'm saying this there's this thing on TikTok forgive me but I have tweens so I know about TikTok and on TikTok they have this thing where the person shows their high school crush and then who they married and it's supposed to be very cute because frequently the high school crush looks like the person that they got married to at least the people who record this and this, there's something to this because all these people are very happy if the high school crush, which was a celebrity, you know, so like, uh, you know, if they liked some 
celebrity rock star and then the husband ends up looking like that person, these women are very happy, right? And same thing with the man. They are very happy if they used to like, one of them was Meg Ryan and the girl honestly looks a lot like Meg Ryan. So bully for him, that's great. So if you are a man and you have a type, marry that type. If you liked blondes from the minute that you could you know, see straight and when you're like a child, you always had crushes on blondes and you decide to just marry like the brunette because she's like a nice girl. She's going to make a good mother to your children. No, don't do that. So everybody should pretty much marry their physical type, but especially men because they always seem to revert to that. They don't get that out of their head. You don't spend your entire life liking one thing, then deviate and then forget that you liked that previous thing. So it is a cause of concern sometimes when women come in and they say, my husband doesn't seem that attracted to me. Also, I looked up all of his ex-girlfriends and they look different than me. This is something to figure out maybe before you marry this person, that that is a red flag. So you're hearing it here first. That's a red flag. So anyhow, the reason that this is so important in addition to that it provides motivation is that the man genuinely if he still thinks that his wife is hot, he genuinely thinks that he is lucky. So he doesn't just, he's not just more motivated because he thinks that he's going to have sex with her and he thinks that she's a catch. He also is happier internally. He's happy. He feels like no matter what happens with their relationship, he is still attracted to his wife. And this is something that is very important for the majority of men who have a physical touch slash sex love language. It's very important for a man to feel happy thinking that he is coming home to somebody with whom he still feels a spark and chemistry. Now you can say this is important for women too. Yeah, it is. It's important for women too. However, Women do not as frequently have the physical touch slash sex love language and in about only a third of my cases are they the higher libido partner. Women are also less visual than men in general in terms of sex. So men will almost uniformly watch porn to masturbate whereas women don't. They don't need to. They can think of something else. It, it can be, women are actually turned on by smell a lot. But anyhow, women, it's important to them also to be with somebody that they're attracted to. But it's so much less frequent for them to think, boy, my life is so awesome because my husband is hot. I mean, it's just doesn't really happen the same way. They usually think, gee, my life is really awesome because my husband is a loving, supportive guy who is a good provider and a good dad and does all of these nice things for me. That's why I'm lucky. The very fact of him existing, the very fact of them walking in through the door and seeing his profile um, in silhouette against the sunset, it, it does not make them the same level of happy that it seems to make men in my clinical experience when they perceive their wife to be still their type and somebody to whom they are very attracted. So with women, what do women really need? It's a little bit different. As I said, they need to be attracted to the man enough that when their attraction drops within monogamy, they still are attracted. So this goes a lot to um, like real specific things for women. Like some women 
really, really do not like when the guy is sloppy and like wears like old clothes and like looks real messy. Some women, that's like a huge turn off. So this is actually a positive thing because you can you can change the clothes on the man that you are wearing easier than you could change like his height or his weight or something like that. So or women will really like a man who's freshly has a haircut and he's shaved and he smells good and he's showered. So this is another thing that is really easy to change. However, there are some things that are not so easy to change. So you don't want to marry a man that has a different body type than what you find attractive. A lot of women don't want a guy who's a certain height or weight, for example. And if you are going to compromise on that because you feel that he's a nice guy and um, that you should like him, well, then what's going to happen in five years when you don't want to have sex with him anymore at all? This is not so nice anymore. It's not nice for you. It's not nice for him. And it's not nice for potentially the kids that will be, you know, hurt when the relationship at some point uh, ends. So you have to, as a woman, be very cognizant of the fact that unlike men, like most men, even if they don't find the woman attractive anymore, which is, you know, uh, less common than women think. Usually the man still finds the woman attractive, even if she's gained weight, even if she looks different, he still thinks she's pretty attractive, especially if, again, she he used to find her very, very attractive. But women can frequently crash through the floor of this and just find the man completely disgusting after their libido goes down in monogamy. So they don't have enough testosterone to spare. They don't have enough innate sex drive that they are then going to take um, to still want to have sex with a man that they do not find attractive. So although you do not need to find the man who is the hottest guy in the room, you need to find a man that you can look at straight on naked and they are appealing to you. If you can't, when you are dating, how in the hell is it going to work when you are married and especially after kids when your libido really drops? You are not even going to be able to look at them straight in the eyes with clothes on. You're not going to want to look at them at all. And they are going to pick up on this and nobody deserves to feel like that. So when people minimize the importance of physical attraction and sexual chemistry, they are really doing themselves a disservice. And it's like a PC kind of naive way of viewing the world. It would be nice if we could say, oh, yeah, that guy slash woman, they are really nice. They're going to make a great partner to somebody. They're loyal. They're sweet. I'm not personally attracted to them, but you know what? Our marriage is going to work out just fine because of these deeper issues. You know, these deeper positive things about them. No. I mean, I just have never seen it work. In fact, people feel deeply, desperately unhappy in this exact situation when they are not attracted to a partner anymore that they know intellectually is is supposed to be on paper what they want and what they what is good for them. 
And this is really a real crappy position to be in. You know, one time somebody wrote into my blog about, I found my soulmate online. I'll link to this in the description. But I find her unattractive in person. And I was like, no way. Get out of that now. There is nothing ever. Men do not ever, the looks of a woman never grow on a man. This, is, this can happen in the inverse. So not when you think somebody's terrible, like then they never become a hot guy to you. But if you think that a guy is just okay, the better that you get to know him, his personality, then you can start to think he's really attractive. I've seen this happen with how women feel about men, and then they sustain that feeling about being attracted to the man. But with men, they know instantly, instantaneously, if they think the woman is attractive. I mean, they are just more straight up physical and visual. And they know. And if you, in the first five seconds, if you're a man that does not want to sleep with a woman, that should never be a woman that you end up in a relationship with of any sort. It's not fair to her. Women um, want to be adored. They want to. They want somewhat of that fairy tale of being the princess put on the pedestal. And while life is not a fairy tale, you know it's going to be a lot easier to act romantic to and adoring to a woman that you find physically appealing than one that you don't. She will always know that something is lacking. And you know, s- similarly. Every man deserves sometimes wants to feel like they're in a porno, right? How is he going to feel like a porno if you're trying to like kind of not look exactly right at him because if you do, then he looks kind of, you know, like something you don't want to be in bed with. Men can pick up on that too. So what do you do if you're in a situation where you're listening to this and you wish that you could forward it to your spouse with a cute little note from a man to a woman or vice versa about how I always knew that the physical chemistry was there with you. Thankfully, we have that going for us. Um, So that would be a nice thing to do, by the way, if you're a man listening to my podcast to forward it to your wife and say, thank God we're not in this situation. I am, in fact, very attracted to you as I always have been. But what if you're somebody who's listening and you're not in this situation? So what if you are in the situation where you're listening and you're like, oh my God, this is verbalizing what I don't like to think about, which is that I'm completely not attracted to my spouse at all. And when I come back and think about it, I really wasn't ever terribly attracted to them. But now I'm really not what with monogamy and, you know, aging. If you're in a situation where you're not attracted to your spouse and this is something that you think about and it makes you deeply unhappy, let me tell you, first of all, that you are not the actor slash actress that you think you are. Nobody is. I tell this to people all the time. People think they're a very good actor. They're not. So if they already know. Your spouse knows something is wrong. Maybe they think you're cheating. Maybe they think that you're just a jerk. Maybe they are developing horrible self-esteem issues because they have picked up on the actual problem, which is that you're just not that into them. This is a situation, I mean, people can make their individual decisions, but do I personally believe that either either partner deserves to um, stay together forever in this situation? I really do not, you know, because I've seen the self-esteem problems that emerge on the, on the part of the partner who knows they're picking up on that you don't find them that attractive. That is a terrible crushing burden. And somebody out there will find them attractive. Somebody out there will think that they're great. And um, it's not you. 
So in this situation, you really have to think deeply about whether or not you want to stay together long term. Now, there are some exceptions to this. So if you are experiencing horrible marital conflict, then you could feel not attracted to your spouse because you hate them. And it's hard to be attracted to somebody that you hate. And so you would have to, in that case, go to couples counseling, work through some of your major issues, and then see if your attraction rebounds. This would only be relevant in a case where you were originally attracted to this person. In a situation where you were feeling bad about yourself, bad about your prospects for the future, so you settled for somebody that you were never that into, and this feeling has only worsened and worsened over the years to the point that it is now interfering with your sex life, interfering with your happiness, and interfering with with your relationship in general, then this is something to go to therapy individually and explore, whether or not you want to remain in this difficult situation. You know, you made your bed doesn't mean that you have to lie in it forever, especially if lying in it is also potentially ruining somebody else's life and self-esteem. So this, it starts out like, you know, a fun topic of physical attraction, but when you're a couples counselor and you see, you know, the, the bad consequences of people trying to remain in situations where there is and really never was much attraction, then it stops being such a fun topic. So if you're in that situation where you would never want to send this podcast to your partner because you you are in this situation where you are not attracted to them, then that's at the point at which you would want to reach out for individual therapy and work with somebody on whether this can actually be solved or not. You know, and I have uh, people who wrote in about this issue on my blog, and I can link you to uh, the one that's written about the most, which is a guy whose wife is uh, obese, and he had an obese mother, and he just is has this trigger of obesity, and he's just very um, upset and wants to stay, but she, um, he doesn't think he can. It gets a lot of reader comments, so you could go down that rabbit hole if you like. I think some people say I'm a horrible person for writing it. That wouldn't be the first time, wouldn't be the last time. But anyhow, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that it really underscored for you the importance of listening to your true and authentic feelings about a person that you want to be with. You know, and if you did happen to make the right choice when you were picking a partner and you are still very attracted to them, certainly send them this podcast because you have something going for you that a lot of people don't have. And the power of this physical attraction and spark and in love romantic feeling may not be there all the time in a long-term monogamous relationship, but the fact of the attraction and the spark and the, you know, ebbing and flowing as is normal of that in love romantic feeling, you're already ahead of the game. So you have something in your relationship that many people who are in the other situation that I described would envy. So, oh, and of course, if you are single, use my advice, really only date people who are your type. And if you're a man, only date women that you deeply find attractive And if you're a woman, never date a man that you think is in any way repulsive. Don't. Just don't. Repulsive is not going to get better for you. Average could go into high average or even cute for you, depending on the personality. But if you ever even have that, like, 
yuck feeling, do that man a favor and stay the hell away from him so he can find somebody else who thinks that he is great, right? Everybody deserves to be, you know, in a relationship with somebody who's attracted to them. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Uh, Please be sure to subscribe for bonus content and follow me on Facebook, Dr. Psych Mom, and reach out with topic ideas. Thanks so much. Have a great day.